I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. Now, it's true that out here on the range, the deer and the antelope play. They do do that. But the thing is, you can't be watching them if you're on the mechanical bull. That's a good way to end up with a face full of dirt. It's high noon! For Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021, follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator or join the discussion thread at t.me slash I'm reasonable. You can also find me on Gab and Getter at I'm your moderator. The Substack is I'm your moderator.substack.com and the merch site is www.cancelcouture.com. Or alternatively, if you're having browser problems, go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash Couture. Today is the 195th day of Barack Obama's third term as served by the half dead, demented, degenerate ventriloquist dummy fake proxy president Joe Biden, who is overwhelmingly compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, the patriarch of one of the most corrupt families in American history and the father of one of the most despicable sons to ever walk the earth. That is Hunter Biden. So congratulations, commies. You must be so very comfy and cozy in the knowledge that you are right about absolutely everything. You know it. You know you're right. Except, here's the thing, Kami. How many options have you considered? The TV told you something new and you immediately agreed that the television's perspective is the right one. And one might think that that means you've considered at least one option, right? What the television said. You considered it. You thought, yes, that's it. The television is right again. The truth is you actually didn't consider any options, though, because you don't understand what the television's saying, and you have no reason to believe it's true, except for the fact that the television is saying it. And you know, Kami, that the television is always right. When you ever suspect the television might be wrong, then you go on the internet and you read some articles about how the television is right. And those articles are written by communists who are slightly smarter than you are, and have slightly more information about what the television is telling you, and you think, well, these very smart people also agree that the television is right. You haven't considered you're wrong at all. That's a pretty strange position to be in, especially when you're telling other people that they are conspiracy theorists for considering more options than you have considered. And the thing you're missing in all this, Kami, is that when you look at a situation in life, you may not know exactly what happened and exactly what it means right away. And if you were the sort of person who spends at least some time during the day simply thinking about things, you would recognize that from your own life. Not everything that happens has an immediate explanation, especially not one that feels good to believe. In fact, in the situations in your life, if you have an immediate explanation that also feels good to believe, you should doubt that, right? Simple explanations are not usually the entire story about complex events. And if they make you feel good, you should understand that that's probably what they're there to do. 
It's there to make you feel comfortable. So you don't dig further. You don't consider other options. Now, the example happened yesterday. All right. Yesterday in the morning and then in the afternoon or evening, there were announcements about the quote unquote suicide deaths of two Capitol police officers. Now, a normal person, I'm talking about someone who spends at least some amount of time each day thinking. A normal person would not believe for one second that seven months after a very violent insurrection, two of the Capitol Police officers involved that day might just commit suicide on the same day because they were so very traumatized by a very violent insurrection that the FBI set up where the Capitol Police officers began launching smoke grenades into the crowd before the crowd was doing anything. There's video of all this, by the way. Not making things up here, not trying to polish up the image of one six. It's a real event. Real things happened. Those things are all on video. We have seen plenty of the video. We have also had excellent reporting from Revolver News and elsewhere about what really happened that day, who instigated it, and the long list of unindicted co-conspirators involved. Okay. So the Capitol Police officers you saw in that hearing last week crying were obviously acting out the crying and acting out their fear, but they were also acting about what the event was. Okay, they're not all morons. They didn't get their information from CNN. They were there. They know what they're saying is false. It's just a show for the commies so they can all talk about how very violent the insurrection was and how very scary Trump supporters are. That's the point. That's why they had their little off-Broadway crying show the other day. So you're supposed to believe that, and you're supposed to believe that the trauma these men experienced on January 6th still resides inside their souls. It still darkens their doorstep. They wake in the middle of the night, horrified that the FBI might stage another very violent insurrection. And so they kill themselves seven months later, and two of them do it on the exact same day. Right, commies? You see, you saw the news and you already had a built-in explanation for why two grown men who the media portrays as heroes, right? All the Capitol Police officers are heroes. The four of them who went in and cried on purpose. And then we have another four who have committed suicide since then due to, we are told, the trauma that they experienced that day. And, of course, you have Brian Sicknick, who initially, we were told, was bludgeoned to death with a fire extinguisher by a Trump supporter, right? He died from his wounds that day. Except we know that's not true, and we know that he was okay that night, and we know the next day... He suffered, if memory serves, two strokes and died. And also, if memory serves, his body was cremated without his family's permission. And then they made a big display by showing a casket in the Capitol Rotunda while they were staging the second fake impeachment. So Brian Sicknick was made this national name, okay? Even though they lied about his death multiple times, 
and then displayed his death for the world to see. They also tried to claim that bear spray that was used by the very violent Trump supporters is what caused his stroke. But of course, that's also not true and was confirmed by the medical examiner. So we have Sicknick and then we have two police officers, two Capitol police officers who we are told committed suicide in the week or so after the very violent insurrection. Okay, so that brings us to four suicides of Capitol Police officers, all due to their trauma from having lived through the very violent insurrection that the FBI staged. Does that sound like it makes sense to you? Okay, that's my question. So they already had all the commies had an explanation ready to go, right? One Capitol Police officer suicide. Oh, it's trauma. Two Capitol Police officer suicides on the same day. Oh, it's trauma. How do we know it's trauma? Well, we just saw last week these four very heroic Capitol Police officers break down in tears because they were still suffering the trauma. So it makes sense, of course, that now four Capitol Police officers have all taken their own lives due to that trauma. All right. So that is all the communists need to know. The television told them the men killed themselves and the television has given them a reason why. Because of the trauma. People who spend at least some of the day thinking would not accept that. No one should accept that. That story is utterly absurd. Now, that doesn't mean that we know the full explanation. Okay? Did they get Hillaryed, which may be eventually called Pelosi'd? Yes, that's definitely possible. Do I know it's true? No. But I also have a very, very compelling reason to believe that they did not commit suicide yesterday due to the trauma of one six. All right. And so as a thinking person, I start considering options. What else could explain such an unusual phenomenon as two police officers committing suicide on the same day from an event seven months ago that we know was in large part staged. And it's the same event where we know that 14,000 hours of video footage exist. And not only can we not see them, the people being held in solitary confinement, their lawyers can't see them. So there's no reason to believe the television story about one six. There's no reason to believe the television story about these men committing suicide. And there's no reason to believe that they are also traumatized by the television story to the extent where seven months later, they both off themselves on the same day. Sorry, not buying it. Does that mean that I 100% believe another story? No, it doesn't. It means I don't know. And that's the answer. But I do know that the commies who just accepted the television's explanation are absolutely as wrong and dumb as they always are about literally every other thing that happens. Okay? It's not like they're almost right about a bunch of stuff. They believe the television. The television exists to make them believe the wrong thing. Therefore, they are wrong. Always. Not sometimes. Always. So what we do is we present possible options. We think of possible options. All right? Taking what we know about human behavior, what we know about politics, what we know about people's motivations, what we know about life, what we know about the way the world works. And we try to think, hey, what can this mean? All right. How much do I trust this? 
how much weight do I give this option versus that option? All right. And then we find information that supports or knocks down those options. It's not about choosing one right belief and then being like, nope, I got it. It was aliens. Okay. I mean, hey, maybe it's aliens. I don't know very much about aliens. I'm also inclined to believe other people don't know very much about aliens either. So when someone suggests it's aliens, I think, well, I suppose it could be, but I'm not going to spend time on that because that's a dead end for me. And if it's the right answer, then all of my other options will eventually reach dead ends as well, or I will just never know. Okay. But that doesn't mean it's wrong to consider other options. That is what our culture teaches us. Accept the main answer, accept the central narrative, and then strip the central narrative of its slogans and go repeat those slogans to everyone else. Hey, you know what, guys? It actually does make sense that two grown men killed themselves on the same day from the trauma they suffered seven months ago, even though two others had already killed themselves right after. I guess they experienced the trauma a lot harder, but it still makes total sense that two grown men would be their trauma would be re-triggered by seeing their brothers in arms cry on national television. And so they took their their lives in the same day, all because of that trauma. Well, okay, commie, go with that. You sound very smart. You sound like you have the entire story the television told you nailed down perfectly. You've got it all. You've got the entire explanation. It's too bad that I wasted my time considering other options when I could have just come to you, Kami, so that you could have told me what was on the TV. Since I can't see the TV myself. <laughs> Thank you for spreading your knowledge, Kami. Now, in the world where people spend part of their day thinking that's not good enough. And so we need to explore other options and see if those other options, if there's anything there, right? What else could it be? Could it be that those men knew too much and that the situation was progressing past the point of control for Nancy Pelosi and her Praetorian Guard? It could be. Let's remember, Capitol Police are not accountable to anyone except for the leaders of Congress, specifically Nancy Pelosi. They can't be FOIA'd. So how would anyone know what the Capitol Police do? Except for the Capitol Police, I suppose. But there's likely little pockets even with the cap within the Capitol Police organization that do stuff the other ones don't know about. Is that hard to believe? A few thousand people in the organization? Maybe there's 10 or 20 or 50? Who know what's really going on and the other ones are just trying to do the job they're told to do and do it well as patriotic Americans. Yeah, that's completely possible. In fact, that's the exact theory that communists give all the time to suggest that police departments are racist. It's literally the exact explanation they give that there are some bad apples, right? That's what we're told. There's bad apples, but now the bad apples have made the whole cart rotten. So we need to defund the police. How many times have we heard that? Lots. Hope you didn't want to guess. I ruined it for you. The answer is lots. So we're talking about people who spent all their time talking about how there was no accountability in police departments. And now they are saying that we should believe what the television tells us about the Capitol Police, even though there is less accountability for the Capitol Police than any police department in the country. And it's that way on purpose. That is crazy, okay? The idea that we are supposed to just believe the television is crazy. It is not being a conspiracy theorist to admit that. And it is not being a conspiracy theorist to want to know what the actual truth was 
and then attempt to find it. We don't need to just accept the story of the television. And we don't need to pay any attention to the insults from the communists, okay? They know you're not stupid. That's what drives them insane. They are suggesting to you constantly that your answer must be wrong because they have the right answer about a whole range of subjects they admittedly don't know anything about. And I say admittedly, Because you can actually ask them to explain what they know and you'll find out it's nothing. I have said this before and I will say it again and I will say it a million times. All right. 95% of Trump's voters, I would guess. And 100% of Anons, by the way. Know more about what's really happening in the world with all these relevant issues than every single Biden voter, all right? Not some Biden voters, not even most Biden voters, all of them, all right? Any Biden voter who knows any of the things that we know and that especially Anons have researched and found out, who still went and voted for Joe Biden is very likely just an amoral or immoral person, all right? So I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt by assuming that they're just ignorant. And we do not have to get rolled by those people, all right? They can't defend anything they say. They are only relying on the power of the crowd, the size of their crowd, to shout everyone else down. And that stopped working a long time ago, which is why they now control all of the media and they censor people. Okay, they're not doing that because all of us are wrong and we're just too convincing to other similarly stupid people. That's not the problem. The problem is that our story is right and their story is comically stupid. And they know that every time some commie makes themselves redeemable and questions the central narrative story, they will lose. That's why you're not allowed to talk about it. And if you have realized that and you are one of those communists who's figured out that the central narrative isn't actually right, well, then maybe you're on your way to being redeemable, commie. And with that, I would love to extend a warm Tuesday high noon welcome to all of the redeemable communists out there. Hello, commies. Welcome to the show. It was kind of a long intro, so you've probably only got about eh, 38, 39 minutes left. I think you can make it. You might hear me say more things about your really deeply held beliefs. And the things I say might make you think, hey, This guy is attacking me and my deeply held beliefs, but I'm not I'm just trying to straighten you out. Kami. I'm just trying to give you a chance at a future in America because in the future, there will be only America, not your little communist enclave that you have somewhere where people actually tell you that you're very right and very smart. That's not going to exist. Everyone will realize in very short order that you are wrong and have been wrong about the most important events of your entire life. And you're not going to be able to escape it because you've spent all this time broadcasting your ignorance to the entire world. So why am I addressing this so thoroughly? All right. Here's the reason. Because I think that we are kind of misunderstanding how this generation of false flags and distractions is working and being used. All right. We assume that the false flags they would be using would be things that would get the communists all riled up. Right. January 6th, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, the Delta variant. 
These are the things that they use to dominate news cycles. All right. The Russia hoax, fake impeachments, Stormy Daniels. Right. This is what we're accustomed to. They're going to say, yes, the other side is very, very bad. Now, pay attention to that. And all the commies pay attention to it. And all of us activate and we're like, hey, commies, that's not right. We got to disprove that. And then we're all down a rabbit hole. Off on the wrong direction for however long it takes for that story to wind its way through the news cycle. So we move on to something else. Right. And the pace at which those types of stories were popping up was about as rapid and regular as it could possibly be, because the news cycle shortens and shortens and shortens, especially when the stories they are trying to push out into the public conversation are so thin and so superficial, right? Those aren't really working anymore, not the way they used to. And so what they're doing, what I see, this is my perspective on it, okay? They're putting out stories that will actually grab our attention this time. And we want to find out what really happened. And all of these things in conjunction are meant to distract from what's actually happening with election fraud, the cyber symposium and the audits, because that's the important stuff. All right. That's the basis for everything else. When election fraud is proven When the public understands the crime that was committed, the act of war that was committed against this country, then obviously all the other lower level stories will fall away. All right. And so let's talk about a few more things that have happened today. So Code Monkey Z this morning has been in contact, further contact with the whistleblower he talked about yesterday and today. He dropped a video that provides proof that the passwords to the machines were left in the hands of the secretary of state's office in all the states that use Dominion voting machines. The video also shows that not only were those computers set up to allow Internet access, the Internet access was there on site in the election last November. That's what the video is. Contemporaneous evidence of that. And of course, they also included Dominion CEO, John Polis, or Poulos, perjuring himself in testimony that he gave last winter, and I believe that that's the Michigan State Senate that he's sitting in front of. I watched that live that day. And it was obvious that day he was lying. Now it is proven. Okay. That's the important news of the day. But that news in itself is important in a couple different ways. First of all, it's proof for us that they have the evidence that these machines were connected to the Internet. And people are like, that's not enough evidence. Well, uh, okay. But you're not a court of law. And they don't owe you all the evidence at this point because you're not a court of law. And there's actually something bigger going on here than your ability to send a text to a communist and be like, hey, I was right all along. You see that? That's not the point. Okay, guys, I know we all want that moment. We all do because we all have been tortured and frustrated and angered and insulted by these people. And we want that moment of victory. All right. You want every single piece of content that comes out to serve exactly that purpose. But that's not the purpose of the content. So stop trying to make it that. Okay. This is not about your ego. And I'm not trying to insult anybody. All right. I'm not trying to judge anybody. We all have this. I have it too. Okay. I have that inclination. I can't wait till the moment when none of these people 
can say a single damn word in response to us. Okay? I want it just as much as you do. Well, probably not just as much. You are showing that you want that a lot more because the way you're acting right now is actually prioritizing your ego above the goal of the project. The goal of the project is to prove all of this. All right? It's not to make you happy so that you know what to say to the commies finally and they'll shut up. I agree that if you send them that video, they will probably just be like, I don't even know what this is. What are you even trying to show me? All right? That's what they're going to do. And you know that's what they're going to do. And that's why you're not pleased with the content. But that's not what the content is there for. Okay? It may not even be there for you at all. You are supposed to amplify the content so that everybody knows that content exists. It's to make the content undeniable. Because the real purpose of the content, I think, is to show the enemy that the content exists. Do you think that secretaries of state in Arizona and Michigan and Pennsylvania and Georgia and Wisconsin and Colorado and all these other Dominion states, do you think those secretaries of state are looking at that piece of content the way you are trying to figure out, oh, this content doesn't tell us enough. That's not what their reaction is. Their reaction is like, oh, my God, somebody actually filmed this during the election. Oh, somebody knows who has these passwords and who is responsible for them. Oh, these people actually know and can prove that the systems were online. That's what their reaction is. Okay, your reaction, I'm sorry to say, does not matter. All right. You need to be patient, control your emotions and be confident and share the truth, share the content. The purpose for us is to build this foundation for the communists when it's time for them to ultimately believe that they've been had. That foundation is built by them first understanding that, yes, it is true beyond a shadow of a doubt that these machines can be and are connected to the Internet. These people have gotten away the entire time with the belief that these machines can't be connected to the Internet. And they will still say that even though they know they're lying. All right. So this piece of content makes them understand, well, you either got to give up that belief or you're going to have to lie a lot harder. And that is what everything continues to do to the commie brain. All right? Everything that has been happening for these last seven months has been chipping away at that thing. It just says to them, hey, commie, you're going to continue to lie? If you are... You're going to have to lie harder. And the first person that your lies are going to have to convince is you, Kami. Because you know this isn't true. You're seeing what I'm seeing. So by all means, push yourself deeper and deeper and deeper into that hole and lie harder. All right? That's an option for the commies. And when they decide to go with that option and tell you that you're a conspiracy theorist and you're crazy and to stop sending them stuff. And then they start judging your character or stop talking to you. They are showing you that they are the sort of people who will lie ever harder to make sure that they aren't wrong, even though they know they are. So just leave it be. All right. You don't have to convince them. You have given them avenues to express their doubt. And that ultimately means that they will be able, if they are good people, to see the truth when it becomes undeniable and hopefully make amends at that point and come to you and be like, hey, you know what? I'm sorry I doubted you. I think you were right about this the whole time. Like, I'm glad we kept this communication open. And I, I want you to know I'm really sorry. And I hope you'll forgive me. You're going to get some of those, okay? 
And those will be very satisfying. But those people probably aren't the ones who have attacked you the most. And so it's not going to be the satisfaction you're seeking if this is all about your ego, which is why you have to make it not all about your ego. All right. You have to come to a point where you are at peace with the idea that some of these people who have insulted you and demeaned you and slandered you are not going to apologize. All right. Some of them will figure out the truth and still not apologize because they're bad people. And you should be thankful those people have shown you who they are so you don't have to move forward in your life with them. The other ones are going to dig deeper and they will not come back. All right. You got to be at peace with that. As soon as you let go of the ego element of this, you will be at peace with that. And again, I'm not trying to say I'm the most Zen dude on the planet. I'm certainly not. But with the reaction I got in Hollywood last year, being who I was, okay, the relationships I had with literally thousands of people, I've already gone through that phase, all right? It's never ending, by the way, because you always, always want that moment of victory where they say, hey, you were right, I was wrong, I'm sorry. It's a lovely moment, but you can't expect it. And you can't make all of this about getting that moment. And so watching people react to this is interesting to me because they have this sense that this piece of information is not good enough for them. All right. But the fact is, this piece of information is powerful enough for the people who it's intended to affect. And we can tell that because of what is happening concurrently. All right. As soon as that thing dropped, what do we have? We have a shooter at the metro station outside the Pentagon, which I'm sure we'll hear plenty about. But that is a distraction. And we hear about Andrew Cuomo and his sexual harassment. Within 15 minutes of this thing coming out, we have these two events, which we are meant to see as massive events and then get completely sucked into, right? We got to figure this out. We got to figure out what happened at the Pentagon. No, we don't. We're going to get told a story. We haven't even gotten told a story yet. How are we going to figure it out? We're just going to pay all our attention to it. That'll make it faster. No, it won't. And we get... Letitia James, the attorney general in New York, who literally ran on going after Donald Trump and has spent all her time going after Donald Trump, announcing that she has found that Andrew Cuomo is guilty of sexual harassment. Oh, really? Guilty, huh? People are saying, oh, Andrew Cuomo was found guilty. Andrew Cuomo wasn't found shit. That's not how the justice system works. The attorney general deciding that she believes the women's complaints is not how the justice system works. Andrew Cuomo hasn't been found guilty of anything. She hasn't even said she's charging him. And then he comes out and puts out a video about how he has never inappropriately touched anyone. And he has never made sexual comments in the workplace. He doesn't sound like a man who's concerned about being arrested later in the day or stepping down from his role. Does he? So are we really going to spend our entire day figuring out what happened with Andrew Cuomo and how Chris Cuomo might be involved too? Ooh, we could take down CNN. Nobody even watches CNN anymore, right? They have 20% of their former audience and their former audience was all commies anyway. So who is it for, right? Are we to imagine that the investigation just wrapped up and just yesterday, Letitia James found this damning evidence that she has to release this morning at the same time Code Monkey Z releases this video with proof that the CEO of Dominion perjured himself and with proof that the machines were online. Really, we got to focus on the Cuomo story. What new information were we given about the Cuomo story? 
I would suggest that the amount of new information is none. We already knew all this. We already looked at the accusers. We already read their words. So what's new? Nothing. Andrew Cuomo said then he would not resign and that he didn't do it. And he said today that he didn't do it. So what is new? Nothing. They chose the time to make the Andrew Cuomo announcement. All right. There was no pressing need to get this announcement out. There was no lead up. Oh, the investigation's almost over. I wonder what they found. They just came out and made an announcement. That is obviously a distraction. There is nothing else it could be. Letitia James is on Andrew Cuomo's side in every way, except when it might come to her own political future. Okay. Steve Bannon said on War Room this morning, he thinks she's probably going to take a run at governor. He might be right. So that could be her motivation. She could have some motivation beyond protecting the Uniparty. But why would anyone believe that? All right. I'm not saying again, I'm not saying Bannon's wrong and I'm not saying she doesn't really have that motivation. I'm saying that's not the motivation. She is not in opposition to Andrew Cuomo in any real way. She is executing the desires of the people above her in the Uniparty. The timing was only that they chose chose to come out with that today. And it's funny, isn't it, that that story seems to us, to our egos, like that's the one we should focus on. Because we can send that off to the commies and be like, look, I told you your hero was a sexual harasser. They didn't care eight months ago. Do you really think they care now? Of course not. All right. They care about you being wrong about COVID and the election. Because that is what they have to protect. So the false flags, the distractions that we are getting now are things that appeal to us. All right. Usually they are supplying the enemy and all their little commie television viewers. The weaponry necessary to make us doubt ourselves, to make us feel bad and stupid. That has always been their goal. Now their goal has shifted. Their goal is to steer us off course with things we actually want to talk about. All right. Every single one of us wants to see Andrew Cuomo go down. All right. Keep in mind that a week or a week and a half ago, the Department of Justice came out and told the commie states that they're not going to pursue the investigations into the commie governors putting sick people into nursing homes and killing all the elderly people. They said they're not investigating that. And then a few days later, they come out and say, oh, yeah, but we are taking the Andrew Cuomo sexual harassment allegations very seriously. And it turns out he did say some wrong things to some women and he might have even touched them. And we're all like, oh, yeah, I knew it. I'm going to follow that story all day till its end. Oh, it's the same story from eight months ago. Who cares? Because I get to throw it in the commies faces. Well, congratulations. Now you're off course. And that ain't where we need you. And then at the same time, they throw out this thing about these ships being lost in the water off UAE. And there may be armed invaders on board. And now we got to chase this down, too. Except, no, we don't. All right? There's a reason all these stories are dropping in rapid succession over this period of time. And there are also reasons why people like Code Monkey Z and the people who are giving him fractions of the information they have will keep putting out stories that aren't the world-changing events we want them to be. It doesn't have to be world-changing for us. We are making them expend ammunition, okay? This Cuomo story, in terms of distractions that they could launch when they decide to, is probably one of their best things. Which is why they're all out there talking about it. Chuck Schumer is saying, yeah, I continue to believe he should resign. 
Jen Psaki doesn't know what to do. She thinks it's very, very bad if the accusations are true. But we'll just have to see how it plays out. And Joe Biden, he's going to make a statement about it later. And then we're going to have all this information. We can we can get deep into nine or ten different narratives that they spin off this one Cuomo story. And we can chase them all down. And we can argue with the commies about every single last one of them. Or we can be like, yeah, commie, there's nothing new here. But did you see this video proving that the machines were online and the secretaries of state had all these passwords and that they have held them back? Did you see that, commie? This is a mental game, right? The mainstream media, the central narrative, all of it is a psychological operation that has been perpetuated against the American people for decades. And we know that, okay? Very few people actually doubt that. They just all believe that they're not susceptible to it. Doesn't change what it is. It is what it is, all right? It is meant specifically to make it so that you can't discern reality and you can't make crucial decisions about what to focus on and prioritize. We are better than that, okay? Election fraud is the entire story, all right? Even the COVID thing was a step to stealing the election. And so many people were awake by that point that we won in a landslide. That's why they had to cheat so big. That cheating is the key to everything else. Focus on that. The Cyber Symposium is coming up next week. One week from today, the Cyber Symposium will have already begun. Are we not going to watch it because we want to know the truth about Andrew Cuomo's nipple rings? All right, that is how we get to the point we're at. We constantly want to follow the easy story, the salacious story, the one we can be right about immediately. The one where we can say, see that? The central narrative agrees with me this time, commie. Look how powerful I am. The central narrative is designed to be in direct opposition to your best interests, All the time. All right. All the time. Not sometimes. All the time. Not most of the time. All the time. They don't get it 1% right. They get it 100% wrong intentionally. All right. Stop assuming that the media is wrong due to bias or incompetence. That may be a factor. But the reason the media is always wrong is because they are trying to always be wrong. They want the wrong story to be people's reality. So they will hammer the wrong story over and over and over and over again. You cannot assume that this time they are covering something responsibly. Oh, it really is important now because it agrees with the thing I think. No, still wrong. You know what the truth is. You know Andrew Cuomo sucks. Aside from whether or not he's a sexual harasser. All right. Obviously, that makes him suck more. But it doesn't change the truth. The truth is Andrew Cuomo sucks. Andrew Cuomo intentionally mishandled the coronavirus situation. He put sick people into nursing homes and he is donated to by those very same nursing home conglomerates. We don't need more of a story than that. Why is the media not talking about that story? And there's your answer. The same people who spent 2017 hashtagging me too are now trying to use that to make you believe that Andrew Cuomo's sexual harassment is not only more important than the fact that he put thousands of sick people into nursing homes and has a death toll on his hands. It's also more important than the proof that the Dominion machines could be accessed on the internet 
and that the CEO perjured himself. Does that make sense to you? You want to talk about Andrew Cuomo's nipple rings? I guess go right ahead if that's your thing. And now I'm not saying that it's not worth paying attention to any of these things. I've said it on the podcast before. Pay attention, understand the story and where it fits in the narrative. And if it doesn't relate directly to election fraud, move on for now. Okay? Doesn't mean you have to forget it. Doesn't mean you have to think it doesn't matter at all. It just doesn't matter as much. Okay? What I'm saying is that their goal is to take you off course. And it doesn't mean you're fully off course. It doesn't mean that the course you're on isn't important. It just means you're not on the right course. Okay. And the right course right now is the one that gets all eyes on the cyber symposium, including yours, so that you can understand it and communicate it. What we need is to make the information that is coming out now undeniable. It needs to be everywhere all the time. What does not need to be everywhere all the time is Andrew Cuomo's nipple rings. All right. Here's another thing. Barack Obama this weekend is going to have a 60th birthday party at his house in Martha's Vineyard, which is like nestled right up to the shore. Big house, beautiful property. Amazing views, at least until they put wind turbines there. Of course, they're not going to do that because they don't want to ruin their view. They want to ruin your view. But he's going to have a party this weekend with 500 guests, I think, and 200 staff. That's the numbers that I heard yesterday. Doesn't really matter if they're exactly accurate. There's going to be a lot of damn people there. Okay. Now, that's obviously something that. The communists are telling you you're not supposed to do during the very scary variant pandemic. But they're doing it anyway, because obviously they don't give two shits about coronavirus and they don't give two shits about you. The rules are not made for them. The rules are made for you. And you have to understand that Barack Obama also does not get his information from CNN, all right? We keep imagining that the central narrative, the stuff that we are fed, is the best stuff they've got. It's the stuff they know too. And they're telling us, oh, hey, this is how it really is. But that's not what they're doing, all right? This is the same as the election fraud. I talk about this often enough. Vladimir Putin, for instance, does not believe that Joe Biden got 81 million votes. And if you think that, I don't know what to say to you, okay? Vladimir Putin is portrayed as this all-knowing Russian spy. Do you think that Vladimir Putin is confused about who Americans voted for? Of course not. Vladimir Putin knows the game. So he knows that Donald Trump got cheated. Likewise, Barack Obama knows that they cheated. All right. He's not confused just because he says that Joe Biden is a legitimate president doesn't mean he actually believes it. He's involved with the setup of the whole thing. And we know that's true. It's worked to his advantage before. Donald Trump was calling him out on Twitter in 2012. That votes were being flipped. From Mitt Romney to Barack Obama. Do you think Trump doesn't know? Of course Trump knows. Obama knows too. So why is Obama having this massive birthday party on this weekend? Well, obviously it's because his birthday is now. You know, not insane. I'm not suggesting he made up his birthday. I'm saying this is a very convenient and plausible distraction. And he's going to have all the stars at his birthday party, all of his Hollywood friends. And sadly, Pearl Jam is apparently performing, or at least Eddie Vedder, and they're all friends. And does that hurt me? Yes. 
I was trying for as long as I could to not believe that Pearl Jam are communists. But Eddie at least is, I guess. That's very sad. But I digress. Think about what's going to happen on social media all weekend surrounding Barack Obama's birthday party. All right. This is essentially like them scheduling an extra Oscars. They're going to have all these famous people doing all they can on Instagram stories constantly, tagging who they're with, supplying endless content that will fill up everybody's search engines and everybody's social media. And there's going to be all sorts of stories about it. Did you see what Chrissy Teigen wore when she was dancing with Michelle Obama? And then Lady Gaga sang happy birthday to the president. And now what does this mean for feminism? That's what you're going to see. And the goal is to take all of the air out of the room. They're going to suck it all up. It's going to be all about this birthday party in the mainstream. And it's interesting that we could be getting motion on the Ghislaine Maxwell stuff this week, too. I don't know that we are, obviously. But we might. And what if that stuff comes out Thursday or Friday? What if that stuff comes out Friday and the next day? That night and the next day, everybody's filming their arrival. Oh, I just arrived in Martha's Vineyard for Barack Obama's 60th birthday party. Look at me. All weekend, all weekend. There is so much going on right now that does not matter in regard to election fraud. Election fraud is the whole story. Everything else hinges On the election fraud. And for them to somehow survive the election fraud thing, which, by the way, they believe they can somehow do. Okay, I believe that nothing can stop what is coming. They believe that no matter what comes, nothing can stop them. They are wrong about that. But of course, they're going to try. They're going to try to distract Everybody, especially their people, from election fraud. If we participate in their distractions, then we are setting back the process that needs to occur for this to work the right way. And the process is redeemable communists getting to the point where they're like, all right, man. Yeah, okay, fine. Fine, it's true. Now what? Right? And then some of them are going to spin that now what and be like, well, there's no way for the Constitution to remove a president. Okay, commie, go with that. And some of them will deny it completely. But the point is that everyone needs to see it. Okay? Then let them deny it. Let them dig their hole deeper. Let them spin themselves out into insanity trying to defend it. But there are a lot of convincible people out there. And I feel like I've made this clear over and over and over again. And if you don't believe me, that's just fine. You don't have to. All right. But just keep it in the back of your head. How many times I have gone over these polls showing that the narrative is shifting in our direction. Showing that Americans believe less and less in what the communists are saying, in what the central narrative is telling them. And they're being shown it on so many levels. COVID, critical race theory, the masks, the lockdowns, the vaccines, the politics, the insanity of the politics they're pushing right now, the riot narratives, all of this. How many normal people do you know that don't doubt any of that? Okay, All the ones that have no doubts, who knows what's going to happen to their little commie minds. Their brains are going to break, okay? But all of those normal people who are having doubts, they need to see what's going to happen. And it is our responsibility to show them and put that in context for them. And if you want to do I told you so's, go ahead. 
All right. That's not going to get those people on our side most of the time, but that's okay. It's not your responsibility to make sure everyone figures out the truth. Some people just will not, but we need to be available for the people who might. And we're not available if we're focused on Andrew Cuomo's nipple rings and police suicides and ships off the coast of the United Arab Emirates and incidents of violence near the Pentagon. Joe Biden's out there today talking about white supremacy. Okay. We don't need to indulge any of these things, no matter how attractive they might be to our side of the story. So as always, keep your eye on the ball. And as Steve Bannon says, and I, I love this, call the play, run the play. Okay. The play is called. We're focused on election fraud. Run the play. All right. That's our job. Our job is not to indulge our interests and our egos. The job is to know every single thing we can about election fraud, watch the cyber symposium and get that information out to people. All right. If you doubt somehow that the election was stolen, then by all means, focus on whatever you like. But for everyone else who can see reality for what it is and understands that the election was stolen, that Donald Trump won in a landslide, then understand that that video that Code Monkey Z put out today was recorded in real time during the election last year. All right. You saw it for the first time today. Do you think for one second that that's the first time that everyone on Mike Lindell's team and everyone on Donald Trump's team and everyone else involved behind the scenes has seen it? Of course not. This information just didn't just get unearthed yesterday. And now, now the team, they finally have their final missing piece. That's not what's happening. They're taking information that they have and making it public to achieve a goal. And if the goal doesn't happen to be your own personal goal, well, too bad. For real. They are trying to prove election fraud to the entire country. This isn't their best piece of evidence that they're just making public. Look at the reaction from the other side. New narrative, new narrative, new narrative. Immediately, immediately, within a half an hour of that video going up, before or after, we get the Cuomo thing. Take your eyes off the video. Got to watch the Cuomo thing. We get the uh, UAE boats. Better watch that. Don't understand any of the context at all, but got to watch it. Seems like it must be important. And then we get violence at the Pentagon, which they will definitely try to claim was a Trump supporter. We know it's coming. How is it that three massive narratives pop up at the same time that video comes out? And it's also true that that video doesn't do what you want it to. Well, what you should assume is that video's not there to achieve your desired goal for the day. That video is there to achieve a different goal and it is achieving that goal. And you can see that that's true because of how their side reacted by supplying you with narratives. They know you want to chase. All right. Not every false flag event is something that didn't actually happen. We can see the events are happening. It's the story around the event. The narrative we're told about the event. That creates the false flag. And we are being subject to that right now. Or we, I should say, we are making ourselves subject to that right now. And allowing it to be effective by allowing it to distract us. All right? The Andrew Cuomo story today is absolutely nothing. There is no new information. The other stories might be something, but they're not something we're going to figure out today. And they're not something that's going to be immediately actionable. Those stories 
have not finished playing out. Okay, these are introductions to new storylines. You don't have to pay attention to them right now. Keep your eye on the ball. Understand what's happening. Speak truth. Spread truth. That's it. I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Maston lockdowns don't work. They lied to you about a pandemic. And Joe Biden will never be president. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting, or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'm your moderator.substack.com, where you can donate, or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofi. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!